The Marauder gets stolen. The team gets trapped in a mine. Tech and Omega have an important conversation and more as the Sky Guys are back to recap the latest episode of The Bad Batch. Hello there, welcome back to the Sky Guys podcast, coming to you for season two, episode nine of The Bad Batch, entitled The Crossing, and I think I get what the title means, I'm not exactly sure, we'll talk about that in the podcast in a minute, I'm one of your hosts, Mike Phillips, join me today, the man who's voice here in the narration every single week, coming to us live from Coruscant now, Pete Considori is here, Pete, how are you? Doing well, I had to uh, switch up the background here, um, but at least the camera's working, I'm not the Wizard of Oz today, but yeah, I'm very excited to be back here talking Star Wars, kind of a meh episode, but we'll get into it. Yeah, a little Matt for sure, and also with us here today. Uh, let's hope he's a more faithful, a more cooperative team leader than Sid was. Nick Freya is here. Nick, how are you? Doing well. Um, another week of bad batch. Here we are, already episode nine. Can you believe it? Time's flying, and we're that much closer to getting out of this show and getting into the Mandalorian. Well, there will be some double dipping. We'll get into that next week into what the schedule will look like once Mando starts. But rest assured, your Mando constantly coming to you nice, nice and early on the podcast feeds. Yes. All right, so let's go ahead here and reset as I do every week here. Pete, Pete want to subscribe to this guy because now is the time to get in. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, all the usual suspects. Simply search for the Sky Guys on your favorite podcast platforms, especially when we're putting out our last Mando Mondays this week. We're going to keep having the Bad Batch covers through the rest of the season, so you got to be on board if you want to get all this fun stuff. Absolutely. you got to subscribe. Uh, we say it every week. Make sure you're subscribed for that exclusive content. Yeah, Nick, people want to follow us on social media. How can they do that? At Sky Guys Podcast on, um, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. Yep, Nick, Nick handles the Instagram, I handle the Twitter, so like I'll, I'll be commenting on the stories as they pop up here, and Nick will be sharing the fun memes. That's right. All right, you can also follow the YouTube channel, Mike Phillips on YouTube, or video versions of the podcast here, and I'm not going to put a prop up this year. We will save for the graphics of the MVP, LVP. Board. No prop? No prop here. I didn't feel like a prop today because it's a very like deep and thought episode. Yeah. All right. And let's get to some Star Wars news. We're going to save the one Mandalorian item for the Mando Mondays when we have our season three preview next week. But what do you got on the non-Mando department? I have two. Correct? Yes. I have the that Ewan McGregor has been announced that he will be at the Star Wars Celebration, which I believe is Memorial Day weekend. It's it's right before Easter. That's what it was last year? Oh, it's Easter this year. The last year was Memorial Day weekend. It'll be around Easter this year, and it's going to be in London. Yep. In London, and uh, there's just a lot of speculation. All right, why is he going to be there? Was You would imagine if he's going to be there, it's going to be some sort of announcement. Is there going to be an Obi-Wan Season 2? I don't know what what else it could be, right? What else could it possibly be except Obi-Wan Season 2? Yeah, P, I, I can't imagine why they're bringing Ewan McGregor out there. I mean, I know it's the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. I don't feel like that's a big enough reason to get him out to celebration. Not even the 20th, it's 21st. 21st, yeah. I mean, it could just be to say that they're getting a, a big name. But I mean, like you guys said, I, I think there's a season two coming. I'm not sure what they can do with it. But um, I mean, I, 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 I'm I'm for it. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, watch, there won't be any announcement. He's just there to, to do interviews. Yeah, maybe he's doing a panel about like about their experience with Obi Wan. Maybe that's also could be it. Possibly, yeah. I I have a funny feeling that as much as I think they will announce it, there is a part of me that says they're just getting a big name Star Wars star in there to 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 answer some questions on a panel. That's for sure. Here, Nick, what's the other news item here? Uh, I think that is that's going to be it. Actually, the, we have some other news that I think fits better with the Mandalorian. 
Okay, so we can save that one for the Mandalorian. So Mando Mondays, you get there's an interview with John Favreau um, from Variety that came out I think this week. So we'll discuss the relevant piece of news in that, yeah. in, that in that in that story. I think that has to do more with the Mandalorian, so we'll take it from there. All right, so that's it for the news department here. So we get to this week here. Uh, we get to the crossing, the mission of the week here. And Pete, I did call last week. This is a Sid mission, and it did sort of set being the cool off from the, the big thing of midseason event Echo leaving the team here, but like. I feel like we were given half a story. We didn't get it finished. No, uh, we were talking about this off air. We're getting the finish of this next week. Um, it's frustrating. This is this is again this to, to your point, Mike. You made this point off air. This is something that they could have just wrapped up really quick. Um, very disappointing to see it's another Sid mission. Um, but yeah, not not the full story. Like you said, it's a a cool down, which I don't think they need right now. I think they have what another 10 episodes left 11. How many seven, episodes of season seven after today? Right. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know they're cutting it kind of close in my opinion. Yeah. Nick, I read, I did see a good article. I think from uh, New York, or I think it was vulture said this year. It's like enough with the meat, the, the uh, meandering missions, please. I feel like that's a good description of this episode. It was. Uh, this is the kind of episode that is clearly a two-parter, and we're getting it instead of in two parts like we did last week. We're getting it in individual parts, and that stinks because now we go from today's February fifteenth. Um, we have to wait till the thirty-second, of course, for this to finish. But if you really think about it, we finished our last episode on the eighth, and we're not getting something besides this until March first. So you're basically giving us four weeks where this is all there is. If you think about it that way. Yeah, that's for sure here. And I do think this episode here, I mean, we're kind of like uh, speed through the problem because I feel like there's a lot of like conversations here. And Pete, we do get basically the quick thing here is that after Echo leaves that the Bad Batch are back to work for Sid. They're going to excavate a mine she bought on some random planet looking for this chemical called Ipsium. And while they're there, uh, I think Echo, I mean, Echo's not there. I mean, Tech and Hunter need Omega come in and help them mine this mineral, which again, very dangerous for a child, Nick. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure why they needed her help. Like, what what is she possessed that she needs to help them that they can't do themselves? That's what I don't get. She's tiny. She could fit. That's in the even hole. is that even worse though? Like, yeah, because she could fit in the hole. That's why they put her in, in charge of uh, disrupting the chemical. I feel like that's even worse. I just yeah. think that it's uh, just seemed extremely silly. Yeah, well, this is going on. Wrecker's doing lookout, and Pete, the ship gets stolen. For a second there, I thought this was going to be Hondo, and then, because they gave you the uh, decoy there with, like, the jacket and, like, the hair that looks kind of like Hondo's hair, and it's not. Just some random thief, apparently. Random thief. Um, they were so concerned about their ship, and this is kind of said in the episode, why park it around the corner? <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, didn't, I honestly didn't get the Hondo vibe. I don't know if maybe you're grasping for straws, because we want Hondo so much, but... Uh, but yeah, I uh, definitely a weird play for it to happen. I, I guess it's a ploy, I think, just to have the episode go or the story to go multiple episodes. Yeah, and Nick, he found it's like this last week, I think a couple weeks ago when they did the treasure hunt. He said, "What happened? They lose their ship. Now they lost their ship." Yeah, no, I thought it was Hondo too. I, I, for that, for the first look. Yeah, the first look of the character who the character was overlooking the crew looked just like just like Hondo. Even the goggles matched Hondo's glasses. Yeah. And, but then the second look, it does not look like Honda whatsoever. I guess it's still possible that it is, but I would put that chance at about 1% now. Yeah, I think it's like, it looked, I saw the second time, I was like, it looks like Ezra Bridger's hair. So, like, I wonder. Yeah, is right. That... Yeah, it didn't look like Hondo. kind of looked like a uh, job of the hut, or excuse me, Ezra. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's whatever we'll call himself. <laughs> but, um, 
I thought it might have been him as well, but yeah, now they have no ship, and um, I, it didn't get on anyone else's nerves how they were like the beginning was all like mopey that echo like no one cared like there's no way any of the audience members are actually watching like man echo's gone so sad like no one cares and they're playing it off as if we're supposed to be sad. I think that's like the character's supposed to feel. Like, I think they, they they did a bad job building the team vibe to get us to get us to care about it. I think that's the issue. Yeah, no, we were all happy that Echo left because it's the exact same thing as Tech, but they didn't think that they wanted it to be. They wanted us to be upset about it. Yeah, and Pete, we know we know that the Star Wars viewers loves their ripoffs here. You're expecting the Stampede from the Lion King to show up in this episode? Literally, the Lion King. I was, I was. If you didn't say it, I was. They, this has been. Uh, the past year has been Star Wars ripping up, ripping off other Disney movies and shows. Like, I, I feel like we've had this conversation before. This is not new for them. We had it on the show. We did Indiana Jones two weeks ago. Yeah, I, this is. Uh, it, it gets cheesy. It's Star Wars. We don't need the other Disney shows to be implemented in. Like, I understand having like Toy Story, having like an Easter egg from a different Disney movie or something like that. But Star Wars, I feel like there shouldn't be any parts of that in there. Yeah, that's for sure here. And the stampede basically happens. They lose the Ipsia that they managed to mine out. And then I think Wrecker was transferred at one point. Then Tech carries it. And he ends up losing it. And then the Ipsium blows up. They have to go hide. They get tracked to another mine, Nick. I feel like this is a probably the best part of the episode was like we get like the Bad Batch as characters actually like processing how the stuff has happened to them. Especially like Omega being so upset about Echo leaving and then losing the ship. And Tech being completely like on unam- like like cold analytical person being like like there was a team before echo there's a team after echo like i don't know what your big deal is and they get that ticks omega off yeah i think uh, i understand omega being upset because she's probably what 11 years old now yeah roughly and she's never had any sort of family whatsoever even on camino nothing so this is the first thing to her that was considered real in terms of family so i understand that she's completely really upset about losing him I get that. And I understand what Echo's saying, too. Like, you mean Tech? Yeah, what Tech says. <laughs> that's my point. Yeah. Um, I understand what Tech's saying, too, is <clears throat> he's saying, all right, yeah, well, you know, got to move on. Stuff happens, you know? Like, this is our job. Like, too bad. Like, you know, people go, people come. The team existed. It's like exactly what he said. Team existed before, team's going to exist after. And he kind of meant the same thing, too. Like, we existed before you. We're going to exist when you, if and when you leave too. Like, this is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, I get that he's saying, but terrible bedside manner and dealing with the child. Yeah. I mean, but that's his personality, right? I don't think he was ever going to be the lovey dovey, compassionate type. Um, We're, you know, I kind of saw it coming. I think it fits his character well. I'm I'm very happy they didn't have him be the compassionate type. He's very uh, technical. I mean, not to be. You know, funny about his name tech, but he's very technical. He doesn't think that way and he even admits that later in the episode. Yeah, I did think it was the strongest part of the episode was the tech and Omega sort of like trying to like patch up the feud they have here and they're trying to get the Ipsium out. And then this conversation they have down after they fall into the waterfall area and Nick of the episode this also the visuals of the episode were really, really great. Yeah, it had a very western feel to it. Yeah. It almost looked like they were in a desert. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the water, but it looked different than what we are used to. Like, how many times have we seen desert in Star Wars? Because it's Tatooine. It looked very different than Tatooine. It, but like it still had a desert feel to it. It looked a little bit Mars. It looked a little Marsy. Looked a little Geonosis, yeah. kind of. So it was a, it was it was cool in that sense that it was 
something we're familiar with, desert, but in a different way. Yeah, and P, I also did love this conversation here where, like, Tech was sort of, like, opening up to, to uh, Omega saying, like, hey, like, I feel these things too, but I don't explain it like you do. Like, I sort of look at it for, for like, the business perspective where, like, they made their own decisions. I sort of came to accept this, that I have to live with the choices that P, that Echo made and the Crosshair made. So I thought it was fun to get his sense of, like, how he's processing things and help him bridge the gap with Omega in terms of, like, bringing that group back together. Yeah, there's definitely self-reflection there, excuse me. Um, but I still think he's in the camp of, like, listen, Echo May's decision, like, same thing as Crosshair. I like that he brings Crosshair into that because no one thinks about, oh, I'm so upset Crosshair is not here. But we're upset about Echo because he's the quote-unquote good guy, right? Yeah. So um, I like that they made that connection uh, because at least it it shows that kind of double standard, right? Crosshair is gone. No one's upset about it except for maybe being upset of what he's doing against them and doing to innocent people. Um, but everyone's upset about Echo. Yeah, and Nick, I also did like that this is like a character growth moment for him. I mean, it's something we get out of this episode. I think it's one of the few things that we take out of it. For who, Tech? For Tech, yeah. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. He's becoming more than just a computer at this point. Yeah, he's learning that, like, you know, you can't all, like, not everyone else is a computer either. Like, you have to try and relate to them a little bit. Yeah, it's almost like you, you hear about players in sports yeah really good players don't make good coaches because they can't understand why no one else can do what they can do it's kind of like him he's like the smartest one and it's hard for him to understand that nobody else understands what he knows yeah yeah because like i do think it was important that like omega gets the message across and i was like hey like you're not just my squad you're my family i do think that was important that he learned that lesson a little bit yeah he does um I do, I do agree with him though, and I think it was, I think it was okay to teach that lesson to a child though. That like this is our job, and we're at war here. It's not lovey dovey. I yeah. do agree with that. But. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, I think they both learn something from each other in this sense. Yeah, yeah, and then basically the quick version here right now is the rest of this episode is that they find another opening wing out of here. They use some of the Ipsium to blow their way out. They see there's a spaceport. They go check it out. It's been abandoned here, and the good news is no, you know, there's no ship like. They do manage to get in contact with our, our pal Sid Pete. And Sid basically is like, at first he's like, not my problem. You guys shouldn't have your ship get stolen here. I'm a little tied up here. And then the bad guys basically like rear the ride act. Like, hey, we saved you making like 50,000 times. You should help us out. He's like, fine, I'll do it a few days here. And this pissed me off. Yeah, Sid's the worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with Sid. Um, if they get rid of that character uh, today, it's it's not soon enough. They that, that character needs to go. I think Sid is bringing the show down. And it's actually kind of pigeonholing them into these missions. I think we need to get away from the character completely for the, for the last part of the season. If there's going to be any sort of salvageable story. Yeah, Nick, it does add another one to the column, though, of like the Bad Batch really should move on. I mean, we got the hints in episode five that, you know, like she's not as, she's she's not as loyal as you guys should be RP to her. And here, like they she said on the mission to get the Ipsium she gets and she's making no clear heart to help them get out of the mess. Um, I think it's clear, and I think you alluded to this at the, at the top. It's called the crossing because she crossed them, yeah. and it's she hired the person to steal the ship. I think that's where we're where we're headed now. I think that what was the guy's name? The racer guy, uh, Greeny. Greeny was right, and it's showing now. They can't be trusted. I think she crossed them, hired whoever this was. I'm just going to call him the 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 poor man's Hondo. The poor man Sando was hired by her to steal the ship, and looks like she did, or or she, whoever that, whoever we'll find out probably next week who that person is. And I think that's it. I I, I do think that Sid missions have put a toll on the show, but now I see 
here we are towards the end of season two, kind of the middle, you know, second half of season two, I think it's going to be about, oh, Sid crossed us. Which, to be honest, though, we're nine episodes in. We only have seven more. I thought there was going to be a lot more about, like, the Cody stuff. Yeah, And, and like, we've only seen that, what, in one episode? Yeah, we only seen it in one episode here. Yeah. And I do think it is that they called Sid, and, like, I know, like, they said earlier, so the Echo's, like, transponder was off. I thought, I, I thought they were going to call Echo. Yeah, but they did drop the line in it. His transponder was off, so he was not going to be able to pick up even if they tried to reach him. Yeah. Yeah, I will also throw out here, we're pretty much done with the episode. They basically say, like, we'll just hang on for our own while Sid tries to get us help here. There's episode 14 entitled Tipping Point. That's coming out March 22nd. I feel like that's going to be the spot. I'm calling my shot right now. That's going to be where the breakup with Sid happens. Uh, all right, we'll see. I feel like that, not- is a, that is a friend of the podcast birthday, uh, right. Phil Friana. Yep. Shout out to him. Yeah, I believe also a another like a I I I'm not be on the birthday on that. I have to double check who it is, but I know there's a more than one besides your brothers. But I feel like that's the episode I'm gonna have my calendar circle and say this is where you know like Sid screws them one, one too many times, and then there's a point they just take take their job their services elsewhere. We will have to see if you're if you're referring to Reese Witherspoon, it is her birthday that day. Yeah, Patty birthday Reese Witherspoon in advance, so. We'll go ahead and throw that out here. And since we're pretty much done with the episode, go to our trackers here. What's going on here? So, Nick, we got the ultimate Hondo tease here, but no Hondo. No Hondo that we know of. I'm still putting it at a one percenter. Yeah, if it is Hondo, we'll retroactively go back and update the scale. If it is Hondo, I'm going to be a little upset with the design they chose, but it's it's possible. I doubt it, but it's possible. He's 18 appearances right now, Pete. We're up to nine live action cameos. I did double check the math from last week. The I did confirm Nick's information about the senator from from uh, Taris who is in Rogue One. So she she gets in there two more, bring up to nine total. Just to, to double check the math. There we go. I mean, that's it's, it's pretty good. Uh, whoops, sorry, me and myself. Uh, it's pretty good considering we uh, we're you know halfway through here. So yeah, I thought I lost internet when you did that. I, I lost <laughs> internet. Keeping you guys on your night. toes. I lost internet last night for a half an hour, which is. A long time to lose internet. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm afraid this might happen tonight. Yes, I also point out here that that planet Taris represents is a big planet in Nice Old Republic. So that's a good callback to that planet. Speaking of planets here, Nick, we are at a 10th planet because this mining planet is a new one. So that's new, no one on the board. 10 in 10 episodes? Yep. No, nine episodes. Yeah, just over one episode. All right. Our over under is 19 and a half. I still think we're going to come in under, but. Yeah. We'll see. Just because when you get to the end, you're going to see a lot of repeats. Yep. I think we will too here. And next up, Pete, we picked up a Sid mission. So we're at the five on the season now, excavating the mine, which was set us up for this whole stupidity of this whole episode. Yep. Yes. It's, uh, it's a sad, sad day in Bad Batch world yep. for that. Yep, absolutely. And last but not least, Nick, the clone tracker is still a seven. We're not any new clones, actually, because, I mean, there was barely any characters in this episode besides the Bad Batch, the Thief, and Sid. True. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else. I don't think there was. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a very solitary episode for them, which I think was good, for, good and bad. A lot of shows, those are typically like the best episode where you get to know your characters. And I don't want to say this was the worst episode of this show, but definitely was not the best. Again, I think the story getting cut in half didn't help us either. Yeah, maybe combine these whenever we get next week. Combine them, and you get a much better story. We'll see. I think we'll, you could. We'll let, we'll let you know in a week. Yeah, I think I feel like there's a 40-minute version of this story that's much better than the two, the 29 and the 25 we're getting next week. Yeah, speaking of um, this show kind of sucking, 
Um, I don't know if you noticed or if you count each week. I count each week. And today I actually remember to bring it up. How many things did you have to move over today to get to Bad Batch? I Disney did, Plus. I did not check today. You just went to like Star Wars and went that way or watch list or whatever? It says, it's on my watch next. I clicked on there today. Okay. So it was the eighth thing on the list. Eight. With a new episode today. With a new episode. Now, I understand a lot of the things that are on there. They have like ant Man. They're like, go see it, even though everyone hated it, you know? Black Panther. Black Panther. I get that stuff. You're going to put that above. It's like the 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 making of, I believe it, the making of Wakanda Forever is on there. The le- uh, yeah. the legends, they, they call it. Yep. The, the assembled. Yeah. So I do get that stuff being ahead. They have an advertisement, I think, for The Mandalorian as well. And I get that too. But, uh, you know, maybe I'm starting to think that this is not a show that they even care people watch. It's a loss leader. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here. So next up here, we cover all our trackers. We're going to our MVP, LVP board. We're going to talk about the best and the worst characters of the season so far. And I think the MVP might be a bit of a challenge today. So I'm going to go ahead and pop that on the screen right now. This is where the board stands after half the season. Cody's still on top, plus three for his one appearance on the season. He's still on top of the board. Gungi, plus two. Tech, Wrecker, and Palpatine, plus two. Echo, plus one, along with Romar. Hunter and Senator Chuchi are at zero. Negative ones, Crosshair, Governor Groton, Tawny Ames, Disney, Omega, Venomore, Vice Admiral Rampart, and Sid. So, Vice Admiral has negative three, and Sid's at the bottom at negative four here. So, we're going to start at the MVPs here, and this one was a little hard here for the for the Bing here. So, I'm going to do something very unorthodox, Nick, with, with my pick. Okay. I'm giving us the MVP for having to watch this episode. <laughs> Okay. So we're going to be on the board at plus one. Great. Yeah. All right. So, Pete, you want to get out your MVP of the week? As much as I love that, <laughs> uh, I, I I struggled, but I, I, I finally just gave it to Omega. Yeah. As much as I don't want to give her points, she at least did something to help. She's the one that extracted the mineral or whatever it is. The, uh, um, the Ipsium. Ipsium. Yeah, I was going to say Ipsum, but it's Ipsium. So uh, because she was the most, I guess, useful part of the squad in this uh, this episode, I'll give her the MVP. Uh, Nick, what are you going to do? I actually didn't really have fun. I didn't really have trouble finding one. Um, to me, it's the thief. The <laughs> Hondo guy. He, his job was to steal the ship. He stole the ship easily. He, he took care of his work yeah. very easily, too. I thought, thought he dominated. Yeah, he was dominated. And in and out. He was in and out. I mean, he scattered it out. He waited for the right moment. And then, boom, yeah. he's gone. Good job for him. Yeah, so by the way, we Omega is now out of the negatives with that point from Pete. And I, I just did not give Omega another point. I've given her the points like too many times already. And uh, and of course, when you when we find out the name of the thief, we'll update this to whatever his name is. Yeah. Or maybe we won't find out the name. I don't know. I'll find it out here. So LVP's here. There's a lot of candidates here. I talked about this here. So Pete, where are you going with this one? I'm going to give it to Sid. I, I think every single time the characters in the episode, it just makes it terrible. And she doesn't help them at all. She's just like the, you know, like we talked about, just uh, eh, figure it out on your own, even though I hired you to do this. So I'm, I'm giving her the LVP. Uh, Nick, who's your LVP this week? I'm giving it to Wrecker. I typically have a soft spot for Wrecker because he's like a gentle giant in the way and like a big brother to Omega and the rest of the crew, just kind of like one of the guys. He's not really doing anything wrong ever, but like, he had one job. Watch the ship. And you didn't watch the ship. That's it. Yeah, yeah I have I, I, as record for the same reason. Because literally this whole episode happens because record didn't do his job and he lost the ship. 
that the thief did his job. Record didn't do his. That's my LVP and my MVP. Yeah, and I will double check the math on this board here. I think this does drop record down to zero. So our negative, our positives here. I mean, yeah. the Sky Guy is now higher than record on the MVP board. Yeah, I do feel bad. Like I said, I have a soft spot for him usually, just because he's like I said, a big brother. But not today. He'll bounce back. Think so. All right, we're gonna grade the episode here on a scale of one to ten. One is worse than the uh, treasure hunting episode of a few weeks ago. Ten is up there with the Prison Ray Commando as the pinnacle of Star Wars live action entertainment. Your Nick, you're up first for the grades. Sure, I will give the episode a ten. No, I'm kidding. I will <laughs> give this a four. I thought it was um, not the worst thing I ever saw. Definitely, it was a little below average, but I. I the one thing it did for me that was good is I, I am kind of excited to watch next week and see who this guy was and see who hired him and this and that. Yeah, I'm also giving it a four. I think the character work was good. And I did like that we had a problem they couldn't solve by shooting their way out of it. And they actually had to work together as a team to try and get their way out of the mine. So I thought that was good. And I think I, this would have been higher if they gave us the whole story, not just half of it. So I'm going to give it a four here. So, Pete, what are you going to do? Yeah, to be boring, I was kind of on the mark with you guys. Everything you just said, four. I think again, like if this episode was like give, we had the full thing, I think this could have been like a six episode. I feel like, yeah, it could have been. Maybe next week will be. All right. Well, next week is retrieval, and we're gonna take a wild guess here. We're gonna say that that somebody retrieves the bad batch, or they retrieve the ship. It could be more than one retrieval. Maybe. Maybe someone retrieves them and they retrieve their ship. Their ship kind of seems like an important thing, right? I think they get it back. We'll see. Yeah. Pete, would you say over under uh, 0.5 episodes there without their ship? I'm going to say... <laughs> they could also retrieve of Echo. Under. I think next I think next episode they get it back. Yeah, this is not like Avatar The Last Airbender when like, Appa disappears and he's gone for like five episodes before he shows up again. I, I think I think if they don't get their ship back and they're stranded on a planet for another five episodes, it's going to be horrible for the show. So I hope they get it back next episode. That's why I think the retrieval is them. I think they get picked up for sure. It's just a matter of that. They might. This is how I feel. Like oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I still go. Uh, I still go under. I think they I, I think they get their ship. back. I think someone comes to help and they get their ship back. Yeah, I feel like this is not the show. It's going to make them challenge these guys to be without their ship. They're going to solve the problem immediately. Or maybe. They get the ship right away, and that's not what the episode's called. It's called Retrieval because they go retrieve Echo and say, we can't do it without you. Uh, that would not be a fun turn for the story. That would not be a fun turn at all. All right. That's it for this week on The Bad Batch here. Coming up next week here, we are, we are talking about Retrieval. We're also going to be wrapping up Mando Mondays, Nick. We've got our Season 3 preview of The Mandalorian dropping on Monday. Very excited for that. Uh, I'm actually preparing for that. I got my big board here for my draft. I spent a lot of time on this. Got the big board and did a lot of mock drafts earlier. Yeah. What was the value pick of the draft of your mock draft? I'll let you know after the draft. Sounds good to me. I thank you guys for coming on here as always. Pete, people want to find on the social media streets. How can they do that? At PJ Considori29 on Twitter. Uh, Rangers with a big trade last week? Yeah. With Tarasenko. Literally, I think the day after we recorded the episode, we talked about the Rangers being yeah. in fact Tarasenko and they made the trade. Yeah. So they uh, they got Tarasenko and they've been, uh, I think, the past couple games they've won. So, uh, since his arrival. So definitely um, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And Nick, one more time for the socials. How can they follow the Sky Guys? At Sky Guys Podcast, both on Instagram and Twitter. And if you didn't hear today, looks like Frankie Montez won't pitch all season. And Mike, can you just explain something to me? Sure. 
If you're Frank Montez and need soldier, shoulder surgery, why don't you just do it in October? Why do they wait till now? Do they not know? I my guess is that it's one of these things where he's just hoping he can like rehab it and it would not avo- avoid the surgery. So now it looks like he'll miss the season. But if he did it four months ago, he could have come back in like June. Yeah, he could have. And you can also follow me on Twitter, MPhillips331. It's M-P-H-I-L-I-P-S-331. This week over on the Just on the Suffering podcast, we recap the Super Bowl. Pete, uh, our friends Joe Dalweso came on to recap the game, and uh, friends of the Sky Guy, Sandra Rose, came on to break down the halftime show and the commercials. Yeah, well, the hell of a game, by yeah. the way. Anticlimactic ending, but but hell of a game throughout. Yeah, hell of a game throughout. And what was your favorite commercial, Pete, in the Super Bowl? Gronk trying to hit the field goal. <laughs> Gotta be honest. The other, the other ones, I don't. I mean, I, the uh, the uh, Guardians Galaxy three was the only one I kind of remembered. None of the other ones I remember. I was like kind of running around during the commercials, unfortunately. Yeah. I thought the two B one was, you know, obviously everyone's talking about it, so it had to leave an impression. And then, Mike, I am very excited. If you plan to do something on Justin the Suffering about this, let me know. The Flash looks awesome. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in the future here. The Flash might get covered. They got to. Get rid of Ezra Miller after that movie, <laughs> after what he's done. But the movie looks great. Yeah, we'll see about that for sure here. We'll be back next week with episode 10 of The Bad Batch. Until then, may the force be with you.